This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 116 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Nelly Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, tonight it is a match that we have been waiting for over 11 years. Sabu is going to break the promise that he made to the Sheik, and he is going to wrestle Raven tonight <gasps> on the show. Raven has been antagonizing Sabu for months. Because he didn't care about the Sheik, because as Raven Delgood would put it, Sheik's dead. And when someone dies, a promise, it dies with them. So he wanted Raven, or he wanted Sabu. He's finally gotten his wish. Also tonight, country whipping, America's Most Wanted, Team Canada, Irish Weapons Match, Vito, my favorite man, Pat Kenny, Sonny Siaki putting his contract on line against Goldilocks' money. He'll be fighting Abyss and much, mm-hmm. much more. So, Dallas, how excited are you to finally see Raven and Sabu square off? Bob, this is this is a pretty exciting night. It's the first and only time, one night only, they are advertising it as. And in wrestling, as we know, one night only generally means it'll happen again. However, I think. Uh, as far as our, or at least our brief research, we don't think this actually does happen again. Yeah, no. I when I looked it up, I, they may be in the same ring, whether it be a three-way or a tag team match, but it is not a singles match. So it's a pretty big deal, whether that was actually on purpose or not, and they actually stuck to their word and were like, "We can't do it." But, I would have to think that a promoter, especially an indie promoter, was like, "Okay, you guys have done it." Now do it for, like, USA Pro. And then they were just like, no. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd certainly believe that they would say no more to an indie promoter than if TNA was like, we should do it again. But the, I still almost am wondering, like, did they actually also be like, nah, like, we said it was the one. That was the one time. Raven and Sabu, I could see being kind of like those guys. I, I think I could see Raven being like that. Especially. Be like, no, like that's that's what I said. So, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not similar to like Raven and Punk, but like Raven and Punk started in Ring of Honor and went everywhere. And then, literally, within like a week and a half, it was like MLW, IWC, and eventually TNA. They didn't do, I guess, one on one, but that feud was definitely becoming a thing, right? I'm excited about that match. Uh, I'm also really excited about. Kid Cash and AJ Styles finally facing off tonight. However, unfortunately, it is not for the X Division title. So it kind of has a little bit less hype behind it, I think. But especially because Kid Cash very clearly was like, I'm going to be the X Division champion. And now he's fighting now the former X Division champion. So that's a little weird. But I'm excited about the match. 
because I've been wanting to see it for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, if the title was involved, it would be good, but I don't know if it necessarily needs it. I'm interested in it. I purposely didn't mention it because you know you gotta tease the fans. Well, I know. I'm sorry. Unload. No, you're fine. You can't just unload everything at once. I agree. But hey, they actually unloaded all these matches on us, so it's kind of that is own. true. That is true. Yeah, and they don't always do that, but when they do, it's like, well, we know we know what's going on next week completely from Impact. Right. Um. Honestly, with it not having the title online, I'm more inclined to think that Cash is going to win. The first, at least, I would imagine they'll have a couple more, but I'm assuming. How do you not have Cash win in that case? I think you have to do it. I think you do too. Um, although I do. I think I would have liked the idea of him winning the X title again and then AJ chase after it for a bit. Right. I think that having the co-champions of Kazarian and Michael Shane is uh, pretty unique and a good kind of change of pace for it. Yeah. No, I, especially I if they, Especially if they get along and they stay getting along. At least for a little while. Yeah. Out, out of the two, out of Kazarian and Shane, who do you think, if they were to split, is the guy turning heel? Or turning face, I guess. I feel like it's got to be Kazarian turning face. I think I but, would try Michael Shane and have Tracy go with Kazarian. I was just about to say that, though. I was about to say, like... And that's the, I think Tracy's the only reason I was thinking that Michael Shane would stay heel. But then, yeah, if they did a switch like that, they could do that easily. Why not? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Okay, I could, I could go for that. Yeah. I yeah, why not? Try and it's gonna. Yeah, exactly. Try something different. I think it's gonna happen eventually with the split. It's just a matter of when and how. I, I mean, I hope they don't because that's such. I a, like them. I like their team. That's such a uh, regular, like angle in tag teams. I would have them if they were to lose the belts or the belt to somebody. Uh, have them go after the tag titles. I think so. I think, why not? Freshen this tag team division up a little bit. I mean, we have some really great tag teams, but I think, you know, add another team in there and have it even be more fun. That's what I'm thinking. I'm all about Kazarian and Michael Shane eventually challenging, I'm sure, America's Most Wanted tag team titles. It's always America's Most Wanted, man. Come on. It's a, yeah, it's literally AMW and everybody else. Even if AMW doesn't have the tag team championship, it's still about them. They pretty much do. Right. It's like that's the focus. So. Absolutely. Well, um, we'll see what happens uh, on tonight's show because everyone we just talked about wrestling, it's a pretty loaded show. Is it possibly Big Vito's last match? I don't know. Right. We kind of teased that idea last on last episode where we mentioned that he's got some heat again. And I'll say that during or after his match, we will uh, we'll try to look it up. We'll see if it, in fact, was his final match here in TNA. Maybe we'll even know. I don't know. All because he got unbooked, and then he went and got booked with a different company. Yeah, well, that's his latest thing, but... Right, that's the latest thing. But the that latest issue. I would imagine that's, like, the turning point for the... It's got to be. ...issue there. It's got to be. Ludicrous. Well, let's uh, let's run down the impact card that we just saw, just to, just on our last episode, just this past Saturday. Impact was was a lot of fun as it always is for forty five minute show. Can't really go wrong. 
uh, we saw in the opening contest. Jeff Jarrett defeating Lex Lavette in three minutes. Then Kid Cash defeated Mikey Bats. Yes, the same Mikey Bats that's related to Billy Kidman. And uh, he defeated him in five minutes. And ever since you've mentioned that, when you watch him come out and do his little taunt on the middle rope, it's like, it's exactly what Billy Kidman would do. Right, we found out that he was trained by Billy Kidman, which makes sense. And he also looks just like him with short hair. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. You can tell. When you know, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And as everybody knows, say it with me, he refused to be a Harry Potter character in the WWE. He's a wizard. He was like, nah, dude. I don't want a money-making gimmick. I'm out of here. And then you never heard of Mikey Bats ever again until you listen to the TNA Cross Line podcast where he wrestles on Explosion. All of it. Yeah. Because I never heard about him. <laughs> yeah, well, the more you know. Exactly. Um, the next match was Raven defeating Rod Steele in two minutes. And don't you worry, Bruce Steele wrestled in a dark match before the show, so his brother was there. Uh, team, team Canada's Bobby Roode and Petey Williams defeated the team of Jarrell Clark and Mike Lorenoff in four minutes. Then Jeff Hardy, he made his Impact debut, and he defeated, I think he just went by Romeo. Yes. But it's Kid Romeo on uh, on the show, and that went three minutes. That was a little rougher of a match, gotta say. But you know, not every not everyone works great together. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and then we had a, a, a pretty good main event. Frankie Kazarian and Michael Shane defeated Triple X by disqualification in six minutes. So pretty good uh, main event there. And as noted here by Dave, he doesn't really have a lot to say about the Impact show, which I kind of feel like is going to start to be a trend going forward because I feel like he doesn't talk a lot about TV shows. It's like the pay-per-views in general with companies is what he kind of covers the most. But uh, he says the TV show has moved to an all-squash, except for a main event-looking format. It's an old-school mentality where you put stars over and get their finishing moves over, and the people pay to see the stars, say pay to see star versus star. The only competitive match on uh, the July 30th show was Primetime Daniels against Shane Kazarian, and that had no winner due to run-ins. So, that's yeah, that. I, mean, I don't I don't hate the idea, though. No, I, I don't know if I do either right now, especially because they're building to a weekly pay-per-view still. Every week, we still see a pay-per-view. Yeah, and I mean, I, I honestly kind of like uh, shows that are heavy on squashes, especially if I'm just mindlessly watching it. Oh, yeah. I mean, in that case, I don't mind it. But in general, like, I'll use um, I'll use Current Day for as a reference, like AEW Dark. I don't really like AEW Dark. Don't really do shit. However, I will say, to your point, Bob, I tend to put it on as background noise. Sure. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Well, and it also helps that uh, isn't like the commentary pretty good. The commentary is hilarious. So like Taz and Excalibur going at it, and on the other show it's like Tony Schiavone and like Mark Henry and and shit like that. So there's like there's some stuff that's like pretty funny out of it, which is like stuff you'll never hear on like Dynamite and stuff. So yeah. 
in that case, uh, it does make it a little bit more enjoyable. But uh, my only other note, very very quick here, um, is that Kid Cash and AJ Styles actually continued their feud on the IWA Mid South show on July thirty first in Highland, Indiana, where they interfered in each other's matches. So I'm sure um, we'll hear more about indie notes uh, later in the show about that, but they actually kind of did a little thing uh, on the indies that's kind of leading to their match here. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that because I have, in fact, reviewed that show. Oh, wow. And uh, I remember when reviewing it that they did, in fact, have interactions, and I was pretty impressed that uh, they would – actually kind of continue a feud on an indie show like that i thought yeah i thought that was kind of cool i don't think i was aware necessarily that they were wrestling on the next uh, weekly pay-per-view when i reviewed it but um that was pretty cool uh, i want to say iwa mid-south has done that before not necessarily with tna but there's been like maybe like ring of honor they tied something in like they agreed gotcha. to do something like that but yeah that was that was pretty cool interesting um, okay, well, Bob, I just got some explosion explosion for you. Let me get into the show unless you got anything else. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, Explosion was taped on August 4th, 2004, the same day the show we're watching. It's labeled as Explosion number 90, according to Cage Match. And it aired on August 7th, 2000, and it featured the following three matches. Triple X defeated Eric Darkstorm and Nate Webb. Monty Brown defeated Chance Prophet. And the next match is actually kind of interesting, Bob, because it was Amazing Red defeating Rod Steele. However, you're going to hear me mention that match again on our episode in two days covering Impact, because that match was filmed during the Impact taping. So we had two matches that were filmed at the fairgrounds on August 4th. And then the next day, August 5th, filmed Amazing Red and Rod Steele for Explosion. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, we've heard that they're going to start to kind of do that with those dark matches, but this is the first case where I'm noticing, oh shit, that's the same exact match that's on Explosion. At least according to Cage Match, of course, but I don't see why this would be that would be wrong, because the match is there. So I think that's pretty interesting. There was one other dark match that took place before tonight's pay-per-view, and that was Conan and BG James defeating the team of Jason Rumble and it just says Sonny with a question mark. So it's not Sonny Siaki. I don't think that would have been a question mark, but it's spelled the same, Sonny, and then last name, we don't know. But that is it. Uh, I actually do have one thing here, Dallas, and I think you're going to like this. Okay. So remember that YouTube channel? Brian Turner's VHS. Yes, yes, we've talked about that recently. Yes. Uh, There have been some more updates (gasps) for the good old explosion. No way. Yeah, way. I don't know if I've mentioned these, so I'm going to. Let's see. Where is the last one that I know for sure I mentioned to you? Okay, you know what? We'll just go from. So five days ago, there was uh, the Hot Shots. You remember that tag team, Cassidy, oh, Riley, man. and Stevens. They wrestled Team Canada. 
July 6, 2002. That would be fun, maybe, to check out. Wait, Team Canada? That's what it says. And it Whoa. definitely has a TNA uh, skirt on the ring, so it's definitely accurate. Whoa. Here's another one that uh, I remember that we were pretty uh, interested about. This was back in 2003. It doesn't have a date, but it's in 2003. The Naturals, with Athena as their manager... And people don't forget, Athena was like a cult-following uh, act here. Right. Asylum years. Taking on AMW, which might have been one of the first times they wrestled each other. Oh, wow. Uh, and that one's almost nine minutes long, so they might have gotten some decent uh, time there. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. It looks like another one. Jimmy Rave. Wrestling Jason Cross on December 7th, 2002. Um, and then this is crazy. Trinity against Malaya Hazaka, Malia Hazaka, June twenty first, two thousand three. I don't know if we even remember that one. Uh, Shark Boy and Delirious, also on the June twenty first, two thousand three show. Dude, and, and oh, this is the last one I got for you, and I think you're gonna be like, hell yeah, I gotta watch this. It was uploaded twenty hours ago. Eric Watts and our boy Slick Wagner Brown, July 21st, 2003. Whoa. So, dude, some more stuff. Constantly getting uploaded. Explosion. I am convinced that this freaking guy has all the explosions on VHS tape. I'm kind of thinking. And um, I wish there was a way I could reach out to him without having a comment on a video. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? Let's get, let's get this rolling. Yeah, can we chat, please? Yeah. Damn, that is so cool. That's uh, like I'm gonna like review that. I think or at least watch them. Like for sure. Yeah, guys. Hashtag we want explosion is working. However, it's not what's got the more. It's this guy's YouTube channel, and it's freaking awesome. Brian Turner, I'm sure you're listening, man. Thank you. Thank you. Brian. We got you to look into your garage and find thousands of VHS tapes that you're now converting. Well, Bob, when you when you have a hashtag that trends worldwide, it's just bound to happen. Someone is going to find these VHS tapes. Yeah, it's just it's just how it goes. That's exactly what happened to it. Exactly. Trending worldwide, number one. Number one, baby. It's right over at the Super Bowl. Yeah, more impressions than Super Bowl. NBA Finals. Who needs it? We need the explosion. That's what we need. That's what we need. Uh, but also, what we need is we need this August fourth, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Weekly pay-per-view to be in our rear view mirror. And the only way for us to do that is if we actually watch the show. So the runtime for this is approximately an hour, 54, 20 seconds. Mine is starting with uh, one second because PLC media really likes to be in my ass. Bob, stop touching your microphone. It keeps glitching out when you do that. Well, I'm going to keep on touching it. So suck it. Can you still hear me or no? Right now I can. Okay, well then perfect. It's not like... Uh, if you guys want to watch along with us, head over to your Impact Plus app or find it in your own personal collection. I've been noticing that TNA has been uploading like their monthly pay-per-views to their YouTube page. Mm. So I wonder maybe if down the line their weeklies would be up there too. I doubt it, but you never know. So hey, maybe it's on YouTube as well. Go over there and check it out. I'm going to count down from three. When I say play, that is when we're going to watch along with it. Or if you are at work and you can't afford the luxury 
of watching it, well, then I guess you'll just have to listen to us uh, live react to the show. And that's always fun as well. So here we go. Three, two, one. Play. Oh, immediately, we are outside the asylum. American Dream Dusty Rhodes pulls up. Oh, fuck, Bob. They're naming the championship committee tonight. I forgot. I don't like that. I thought that was ruffled, Scott. No, they said it on, like, Impact, I think it was. It was rumored originally, and then they actually mentioned it. But Dusty, I think, was the one who... Is it Dusty that... No, Russo said he was going to be naming it, which also is also weird because the rumor said that Dusty's going to be in that. What the fuck? David Young. I show up for work. Vince Russo tells me to go home. It's been good working with you, Dream. We all know what that means. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> At least the losing streak's over. Wait, does that mean that the championship committee is going to bring back David Young and say you, your streak is reset? No way. What does that say? A oh, night the, oh, the, of the revenge. Night of Wasn't Starting. that was that mentioned before? The title of the show, yeah. I should have incorporated that in my opener, but I didn't realize. I yeah, well, it's the title of the episode, so it, it's it's there. Okay, post production. I got you. Post production, exactly. No, I've had that written down on a sticky note since they mentioned it like a week and a half ago. I was like, that's definitely the title of the episode. Instead of when I edit them, I go to post them. I'm like, hmm, what should I name this shit? And I sit and I sit there for about ten minutes trying to think of a title. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're pretty fucking bad. But hey, you guys are still listening, and we appreciate it. Remember when he almost killed Sanjay Dutt, and we haven't yeah. really seen Sanjay Dutt since the attempted murder? Well, it's because he kind of probably inhaled some of those fumes and some of the liquid gasoline. Yeah, if only it was really gasoline. Uh, dude, it was, because I've heard from inside reports of people at the asylum, it stunk like gasoline after that. It was probably apple juice. Nope, it was gasoline. Oh, look at And then, yes, he was hanging him. Holy balls, he's hanging him. It's a noose, but it's a very thin noose. If he actually hung him with that rope, the rope would probably snap. Probably. This is an intense video package, but you know what? This feud's been going on for quite some time here. And of course, uh, it's spilled yeah. over on impact. Look at that. A couple of months, for sure. Although, one of those months, we didn't even really see Raven. Well, they... right, because, yeah, and they tried to just, like, keep it going, kind of. Yeah. First time in wrestling history. Fight or flight, Sabu. What if they get in the ring and Sabu literally runs away and then we never see him again? And he's like, oh, and then Raven's like, well, I won. That was the first match. Yeah, I doubt it. It depends. If Sabu has the first entrance, he's going to dive over the top rope and take out Raven with a dive. Oh. That's what I think is going to happen. If, again, if he has the first entrance. Oh, right into the intro. Three minutes, 26 seconds. You can hear the crowd reacting in the background. Yes, yes, we do. Muted the audio yet? They're, they're cheering because JB is clearly pumping them up, which, you know, that's what you do in the Who beginning of the show. a t-shirt? They still have Punk doing an elbow drop. Dude, this is very outdated. Yes. Wow. 
Welcome to the TNA Asylum. It's been seven months, and I just noticed that he's still in the open. Screw pot. We have TNA. What does that mean? But you're getting your high from TNA, baby. That's what. I guess that's what they're going Oh, with. shit, Bob. Opening contest? It's Raven. I guess you already paid your nine ninety five. Might as well get it out of the way. From the Bowery, there's no TNA logo on his nameplate. Maybe is it unsanctioned? You know they haven't said that. So Sabu not getting the first entrance, so he's not going to do a dive. So what he's going to do is attack him from behind, then, right? I don't know. Raven has Sabu written across his chest. Oh, no, here he comes, dude. Oh, and he's got Raven written across his chest. Wait, does Sabu have a skirt on? Okay, so he's got a skirt on, like Raven, and Raven has the headdress and, like, the like a shawl. Yeah, what is... Are they cosplaying as each other? Mind games, dude. Oh, man, he immediately goes after Raven. We're oh, just mauling each other, so this is what Bob likes to see, man. They are not starting off with a fucking collar elbow. They're not doing a headlock. Not. This is a blood feud, and Sabu with a baseball slide. Yeah. Exactly. And here he goes over the top. The top wrist lock. Oh, oh wow. Look at Sabu's pants even has like a pattern that was on Raven's skirt even. That's a nice if, little touch. If he had started off with a hammer lock on the ground or like a top wrist lock, I would have gotten pissed. There's already a table in play. Sabu just pulled out from under the ring. He's side rushing leg sweeps Raven into the guardrail, which is something Raven's been doing quite consistently in recent weeks. His whole career. Well, he's been doing a lot into the guardrail, though. Well, he does it in the guardrail his whole career. Oh, he's, he's been doing that for a while here, though. Yeah. I, the the table is laid across the uh, guardrail and the, the apron. And now oh, he now just he hit him with the chair. Off. Yep, and Raven fell off. So. Wait. The only thing that matters in this match is a pinfall. That is what has been instructed to Andrew Thomas. So literally anything goes, it seems like. Yeah. Well, and that's how it should be. That should, that should be how it is for every Sabu match. And Raven, for that matter. I mean, that's why Raven had Raven's rules, because he only wanted to do hardcore. Uh, yes. Andrew Thomas has the leeway as Sabu launches off a chair. Into Raven in the corner. Before I get too distracted, I, I should do the one indie note for the match. Sabu on July 31st, IWA Mid-South, styling in the summertime. He defeated Danny Daniels and Kid Cash in a three-way. Oh! Hmm. Sabu just took a fucking spike or a screwdriver. It's a spike to Raven's nice. face, and there's another one. Is... Oh. oh, oh shit! Back body drop by Raven to Sabu outside the ring through that table that was set up. Raven's busted open. Okay, I'm assuming the Fox Sports Net guys are not at the show. No, they are definitely not. Here's another look. Oh, he nearly cleared the table. Even like that was pretty crazy. Come on, ref, get back in the ring. Let's go. 
heck into the ring. The stick. It was a spike. Tom West. Same thing. No, it's a fucking spike. Ugh. Oh. Throat. Jabs him with the throat. In the throat with a chair. Bite your tongue off. Could you imagine if Sabu bit his tongue off? Oh, God. Another one. I mean, who wins this, Bob? I feel like it's got to be Sabu, right? After all the shit that Raven's been putting him through? No, no. I'm going to... I think... You think Raven? He just, like, slid over that. Yeah, that is... I would have Raven go over. Because as I feel like maybe Meltzer had noted, like, the booking of Sabu here has been pretty bad. Well, that's right. Sabu has been booked pretty shitty, yeah. So I don't know... If you have, like, an investment here in Raven, I feel like you just put him over and then... Like Sabu is probably expendable as he goes headfirst into the chair in the corner. One, two, kick out at two. I mean, in, in terms of the story, you probably would want your baby face to go over, but yeah, well, that's what I was kind of looking at, but you had a good point there. I think I would just have Raven win it. Raven's got a chair, hits Sabu right in the top of the head. And honestly, this type of win over Sabu, considering the storyline, could immediately put Raven back into, like, a main event picture. Oh, and that he kind of needs that, really. He just yeah. slams Sabu's face on the chair that was kind of propped up against the bottom rope. How is there going to be a rope break in this type of match? Get out of here, Andrew Thomas. I don't know, man. Oh, my God. Now, he kind of was about to lock in a camel clutch, but instead he's kind of just pulling at his face. He's a one arm on his leg. That might hurt more. Biting his forehead. Is Sabu busted open now, too, or is that Raven's blood? I think it was Raven's blood because I thought he would have been bleeding with that first chair shot, but I don't think I... I was watching to see if he was going to bleed, and he didn't. He'll be bleeding soon. Oh, that was scary. My feed cut out for, like, two seconds. Yeah, so did mine. Not even two seconds, but you know what I mean. Dropped a hold. Oh! Oh, my God. He didn't put an arm up on that. Well, I bet you he's going to be bleeding now, but not the way he probably would have wanted. Raven's he like, fuck it, we're doing that again. He whacked his forehead on the fucking chair. That's like the front version of Sting doing the, the scorpion death drop on it. Yeah, see, now that time he put his hands on yeah, That time he did it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the death drop when he whacked the back of his head on the chair, right? Yeah. Against Bobby Roode. Was it? Yeah, oh that my God. dude. He fucking they showed a replay of it, and dude, yeah, yeah. he clipped it good. But wasn't that one was Sting on purpose? I so I believe it's on purpose. I think other people might not agree with that. I think it's on purpose. I do because like he immediately loses after that, doesn't he? Uh, I I don't remember that much about it, but I think it's on purpose as well. I thought so. Uh, Sabu just did a essentially like a triple jump heel kick to Raven, and Raven's up first, so you can see how effective that was. Well, I mean, and I, oh, whips the chair at Raven's face. I don't mind he got up first either because he's really can issuing more of the punishment anyway. Well, right. But now Sabu's tossing the chair at him. He's got another Holy one fuck. now. Wasn't Raven, I feel like Raven's the type of guy that has said that if you put your hands up on a chair shot, you're a bitch. And now he's the one that puts his hands up. Well, maybe he's doing it because um, 
his character is scared and anticipating a chair shot. And uh, I feel like I heard, I heard that. I'm not saying that you should. Arabian face buster. Don't say don't do it and then do it. Another Arabian face buster with the chair. So you have third? Three amigos? That's right. Three amigos. The three Arabian face busters. There you go. <laughs> hey, it gets a two count. Riveting you know, going down. You know what would be funny is that if Sabu fought Christopher Daniels instead of the best moves all ever, he did like the three different Arabian face busters off the ropes. Oh my gosh. Triple jump moonsault? Yes, he hits Raven. Mostly with his shins. Yep. And Sabu's kind of been selling uh, his leg as well. So hitting that move, he once again was grabbing it as if he was in pain. Raven's foot under the rope. That's fine. Count it. This is two count. Sabu climbing up. Is it to the middle rope or to the top? Oh, he's going up to the top. He's got the chair in hand. Top rope, Raven face buster, Sabu, or Raven moves out of the way. Oh, Sabu kicks out. He almost cost himself the match. Now, I believe I had mentioned last week that I thought I bought this. I'm almost 100% sure that I did, in fact, buy this show. How could you not, Bob? Another table's in play. Pretty fucking sure about it. Raven throws it in the ring. What else is he looking for? Well, he said fuck it. Because Sabu was getting up with the chair. He threw the chair at Raven, but Raven also kicked him at the same time. What? Sabu was calling something right there. Is that Not... an elbow pad that fell off? Uh, it might be. Another chair... You know, Sabu really needs Genie to be throwing him chairs during this, and then he can yell at her, wrong fucking way. Every single time, too. And that's a reference to, oh, fuck. Raven face buster with Raven draped over a chair. We're referencing a pro wrestling syndicate show where Sabu fought Falaba in one of the absolute worst matches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That was not good. No. And Sabu, triple jump. Leg drop through the table. Wow. That could be it. Yeah, but look, at Sabu's kind of down too, though. If he cover went, him. If he was able to cover him, I think they definitely could have put him away. Here, Bob, I'm going to pick a random card, and someone's going to interfere in this match. Ready? Come on. James Storm. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, my God. I literally grabbed James Storm. Okay, so James Storm, guys, I just did a roulette with the TNA Pacific uh, 2004 cards, and it looks like... Oh, Raven oh. hits himself, bounces off the thing. They just showed... You look like a mannequin or something, all in black, up in the rafters. I'm assuming maybe we're going to head that direction then. Could it be Vampiro again? I don't know. Sanjay Dutt. Could it be Sanjay Dutt? Oh, fuck you. Oh. Fuck you, Andrew Thomas. Fuck oh you. Raven had I his feet up on the middle about, rope. I thought he was about to win with that. Okay, but that's bullshit. They, he, they, he was told the only thing that matters is the pinfall, and he right. literally stopped him putting oh. it. How can you get in trouble for cheating? Yes, yeah, Raven win. effect. Oh, Holy shit. Out. I thought he was going to beat him clean. 
How many times have you seen that? That's a really great point. Not a lot of people here in TNA have kicked out of the Raven effect. Jeff Jarrett has. Oh, wow, I couldn't have guessed that one. Gotta kill the finish, bud. Has anybody else kicked out? I don't think AJ has, has he? Not from my uh, memory. Another table. You can never have enough tables in wrestling, right? Oh, you know, he got the chair thrown at him again. Raven was doing that pussy thing that Bob thinks he might have said potentially, and he put his hands up. I'm pretty freaking sure. It was either him or like Balls Mahoney. It might have been Balls Mahoney. I could see either one of them saying it, and I respect Raven just as much. Oh, Sabu going for something off the middle rope, but Raven kicked him. Now Raven is standing on the table. Oh, my God. Raven effect? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It broke. But he DDTs him through it anyway. Honestly, the way they sold that still made it look wicked good. Yeah. Oh! And Raven wins the match. Whoa. I thought that was a good match. That was a that was a ton of fun. I really, really did enjoy that. That was mostly like just constant shit. And it was a brawl. There's blood. Raven's fucking deranged as shit. <laughs> what else would you have wanted out of a Sabu-Raven match? I think that was awesome. Yeah, I think that was really good. Wow. He's doing the taunt. Wait, we're getting worried. We have to send this outside the TNA Asylum. That's how you open a freaking show, man. Yeah, that okay, was a limo was pulling up, and it just oh. had a garbage can. Fuck. Not wrenching that. Oh, my God. Oh, it's D-Ray. Is this what it's come to? Wait, Goldilocks has him driving the limo. He's got a job. It's good. I can't be talking. He's never been able to find the ring. Shark Boy, what has he got? A pizza? Or no, shrimp? No. Oh my god. Alex Shelley, baby bear? I didn't even recognize him with those glasses on. I didn't either. Do you know who's in that limousine? Goldilocks. Did you the see the people behind them just staring? Yeah. <laughs> Goldilocks does not like tails on her shrimp. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. You could chip a tooth doing that. Oh, boy. Here she is. <laughs> what a glorious day to be me. I love the long cigarette thing. Like, she's like a Disney villain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she thinks that Sonny Saki should be is paying her. Is in the limo? I'm assuming not. Oh. Um. I hope a bit. Oh. He's in the trunk. Oh my god! What in the world? How did they get him in there? <laughs> what the fuck? Scott Hudson, don't even try to talk to him. He's just gonna yell. <sighs> he knows he needs a shrimp. Ew. Oh my god! Look at it sliding down the car. 
Oh, no. That's not impressive. That is. Did they just wasted so much shrimp? And yeah, I don't none like of that shrimp. went in his mouth. He's he got a mask on. Instead, he just got shrimp juice like all over his face. Yeah. And now we got a video package leading to the Sunny Sanaki match. Now, Bob, if you were uh, writing the show, I think we kind of got to. Sabu's got to be gone for a while, right? I mean, what else do you do with him right now? Well, yeah, I think, yeah, that's probably a good point. I think well, it's safe to say we all know this is not the last time we see him in TNA, but. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't mean, be, I mean, you could just have him team with Sanjay if you really wanted to. I can't believe Sanjay didn't really get involved in that match really either. That's a good I point. Was or James Storm. We try to play the cards here and it Actually, we should do that for Jarrett. Next time Jarrett has a match, we're doing that for real. And like, okay, who's going to come out? And it'll probably be right. Because most times, everyone comes out. That's true. A lot of times, it's like five feuds all combined together, and they're brawling. Desire. That's right. She confronted Goylock. Sunny say I got roped into this thinking it's going to be against Alex Shelley. And she was like, nah, dude, it's a biz. Kaki Saki. Can you handle that? Huh? Huh? Do you think Sunny Saki can win this and free everybody or no? Absolutely not. I don't even know if it's to free everybody. It's just really his contract against money. So Sharkboy and D-Ray could still be trapped, though. She just wouldn't have the money. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but at the same time, seeing Sonny Siaki like be along with this group, I think it was you. You mentioned it. I think was it our last episode or our last pay per view episode where we kind of think that Eric Watts has to kind of come back and save everyone. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I almost think that's got to be what happens. That's like the full circle, the end of the story. Like I think that's like a good way to end it. Yeah, and I think it's got to happen before they leave the asylum because for some reason the asylum crowd just loves Eric Watts. Well, that and this story has almost primarily been happening yeah. in the asylum. Here comes Sonny Saki in a bit. Oh, but he got a haircut. His head's completely shaved. He did. He's wearing a complete baby blue pleather entrance outfit. I actually hate the material of that. It makes me feel weird thinking how it feels on your body. Well, he has a different fabric, it looks like. I, I know, I'm just I'm just saying. Breakaway pants, course. See, okay, listen, not that it... I always, like, this is like a thing. Now, mind you, Sonny Sinaki had short hair anyways, right? So it's not this yeah. big of a change. But you can tell he shaved his head. If he's losing this, I would have just waited to shave his head until after, like, been like, hey, man, if you're going to get a haircut, can you just wait? Because then he's got a different look if he joins with the Goldilocks group. Yeah, but it's also, like, you know, August in uh, Tennessee, so maybe he didn't want to wait. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to wait either. I'm just saying. It's like when someone, like, uh, cuts their hair short, and it's like, why, why did you do that? You could have, like, had something fun with that to, like, change didn't, your look. Uh, didn't Dolph Ziggler do that? Oh, dude, Dolph Ziggler has changed a couple times. It was like, why did you do that? 
Yeah, because he like, cut his hair and it was like he was brunette brown. and it was like a crew cut. It was weird. Yeah. That lasted like I think two weeks and then he went back. It was very, water. very short. Yeah. Weird. Oh, single leg drop kick by Sinisaki. Almost like a heel kick, really. Yeah, it would be more like a heel kick. Going for an Irish whip. Sunisaki bounces off. Oh, he catches himself. Abyss was going for a big boot. Sunisaki. Drop to hold Abyss is in the middle know. row. Here comes Saki. Okay, kind of a high knee. I don't know if I'm liking the vibe I'm getting from Sunny Siaki today. Why? He's like super, he's gonna save everyone. He's ready. He's hyped up. No, I mean What's I, there not kinda, to like? I kinda feel like he's a jobber. <sighs> wow. As he just dives off the top onto Abyss with like a crossbody. Uh, and also, his right shoulder's taped up, and I feel like when you're wrestling a guy like Abyss, you probably don't want to be like, hey, my shoulder hurts. Why not? Let alone maybe anybody that you're wrestling against. You probably don't want to tell them, hey, if you hit me here, it'll probably hurt me. I'm glad to know that they have Don Harris blocking the contract and the money um, on the announce table there. If you just got like a shot from behind them as Abyss splashes Sunny Saki on one of the ring posts. Don is a reliable guy. Whips Saki into the steps, yeah. Abyss, follow your heart, not Goldilocks. That's a fun sign. Our normal heel section guys are not in their same spot tonight, which is throwing me off a little bit. Well, it's because of Burt Prentice, right? Probably is because of Burt Prentice. I'm sure we'll hear an update about that. Abyss slams his arm over the back of Siaki, who's holding his lower back even though he hit him in the shoulders. Well, you know, pain can travel. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm dealing with some lower back pain right now, dude, and it hurts pretty fucking bad. I get it. I relate to Sunny Siaki right now. And we don't know why that's happening for you? I have literally no idea. Yesterday, I was like, my back kind of hurts, and then it just got worse throughout the night, and now this morning, it still hurts. I need well, a salon pa. If you were to uh, WebMD that, it's probably not good. I probably have kidney stones and or cancer. I need it removed. Yeah. Probably immediately call 911. You're, you're dying. Right. Um, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Bob, any indie notes for either of these guys? There's not. Okay, I figured. Say, hey, sometimes Abyss does, though. I'm just trying to make conversation here because... This match has just been a lot of, like, strikes and, like, hitting each other. I think this is going to be also a great time to remind you guys, if you don't follow us already over on our social media pages, you can follow us at Cross the Line TNA over on our Twitter page, at TNA Cross the Line Pod on Facebook. You can type in TNA Cross the Line Podcast on YouTube and give us a uh, little sub there just to support us. We post our episodes there. And if you like the podcast, you want to give us a little bit of support, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cross the line TNA. All those links are in the description of the episode as the biscuits a two count on Sunny Ziaki. Uh yeah, that was after a little side slam too there. Uh, I'm I think I'm just not into this match because I know that Siaki's like I think he's done being relevant. Yeah, I kinda why is Abyss doing middle rope blade drops? I don't know. He thinks he's Matt Hardy. <gasps> and then he he does it, he misses it, 
swinging neck breaker by Siaki. That's nice. What if Mike Tanay was like, I've seen that leg drop before. <laughs> Could it be coming to TNA? I don't know, Don. We'll talk about know. it on Impact. We'll find out on Impact. Or if we mention the people that everyone knows, then they'll maybe watch the show more. <clears throat> Leaping clothesline off the middle rope by Sonny Siaki. See how you're doing his best Rocky Maya via 96 impersonation here tonight. Oh, here we go. Going for a choke slam. Abyss, Abyss going for his fake diesel. Nope, choke slam. Nope, can't do it. Siagi, a Samoa oh, wow. drop. Oh! One, two. Now Abyss kicks out. Oh, Goldilocks is down here. Would you just say, Abyss, you're being a loser? Yeah, I think so. Found along at home. We're at 29 minutes, two seconds. Choke slam. Oh, I thought that was three. I thought I think I heard him go down on his yeah, knees guess, for the. I think, yeah, Siaki is not going to lose to a secondary finisher. Okay, he's got a whole job out to the main one. Well, Rudy Charles is also trying to get Goldilocks to leave as well as because Don Harris can't handle it himself. As Abyss is grabbing Are the briefcase. You- Heavy D is there to do one thing, and he can't even do that. It's fucking stupid. Oh, he oh. missed. Zachy yeah. Duck kicks him in the gut. Yeah. Hit him with it. The referee's going to see it. Oh, shit. One. Two. Oh! Oh. Dude. He could have just had all the money. It's Desire. Oh, desire. She's fighting Goldie. Oh, my God. She's not wearing a bra. Watch out for nipples. Who's this? Oh, Alex Shelley. Okay. Yeah, she's covering up because she knows her boobs might fall off. It wouldn't be the first time we've seen nipples on these pay-per-views. Oh, Sawyer slaps baby bear. Oh, my God. He's choking her. Put her through the announce table like a Chipotle for life. Get right. We got like six weeks left. Come on. Siaki decks him off the apron. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Shock treatment. Is he going to hit it? Oh no! There it is. The he's gonna fireman carry backbreaker. He's gonna be in with his third level finisher. Ah! Oh. I would say that's more of the secondary than the choke slam, but yeah, the choke slam is more like a transition move. For... Right. Well, Abyss just pins Sunny Sanki. Desire gets in the ring. She's checking on him. You lost, Sunny. Now they have your contract. They said nothing about me. No, I think they might have. Wrestling is so fucking weird. Yeah. I, owe, I own you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's how this works. Goldilocks and Alex Shelley left, and Abyss is like, what the fuck? I did all the dirty work for nothing. She looks at him like excess baggage. I think Desire is going to try to win over Abyss, and she's going to be the new leader. Oh. It's a night of revenge. Here's Kazarian and Michael Shane holding the belt together, talking to Scott Hudson. First ever co-holders of the exhibition titles. First ever co-champions in TNA at all. S- 
special match playing for the title. We vowed that we'll never, ever wrestle each other. No matter what Dusty or Vince Russo has to say, or the championship committee has to say, me and Frankie are not going to wrestle each other. Now, to get to the matter at hand, I'm the coolest guy in the world. And this is Shawn Michaels' cousin. I think prove. they already wrestled each other. Not since they've been champion. Oh, okay. I have any notes for this match. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris Saban. He retained the BCW Can-Am Television Championship back on July 25th, defeating Miyamoto at BCW's Heat Wave. I might have already mentioned that one, but I can't remember. Probably not. Jerry Lynn. Uh, he lost to Christopher Daniels July 24th, FIP Star Stripes and Slams 2004. I think I definitely mentioned that one already. And then the last one for this match is Frankie Kazarian. On July 31st, he defeated Nasawa at UPW's Tidal Wave in Anaheim, California, at the Grove. Nice. You want to do that interesting thing? You want on that show, that uh, UPW show I just mentioned, Diamond Dallas Page teamed up with The Miz to defeat Adam Pierce and Baby Slim. What the fuck? Yeah. That is an interesting uh that is an interesting match. Oh my god. Saban we nearly missed it. Saban did a huge dive to hit the coolest guy in the world and Shawn Michaels' cousin as Jerry Lynn was kind of taunting them from the outside. We were brawling. Kazarian and Jerry Lynn near the announce table. Throws him against the apron. This is going to be quite the tag match here, man. Can the co-X Division champions continue working together great as a team to defeat Jerry Lynn and Chris Saban? I don't know. Jerry Lynn just uh, nailed them with a running clothesline in the corner. So tags in the 21-year-old Chris Saban, the 16-year vets teaming with him, as Tanae has told us. Drop toe hold, and here comes Saban. Basement drop kick. You know, Dallas, I think I've... Uh... I think maybe starting off with Raven Sabu was a mistake. Nah, it probably was. Because that was the match that we were both looking forward to, and now that it's happened, now it's just kind of like all this other stuff is very much secondary. Yeah, now we got to get through the rest. Yeah, I think that might have been a mistake. Yeah, probably. That sucks. At least we still have an Irish weapons match. Irish weapons, country weapon, and Kid Cash and AJ Styles. And unfortunately, I don't think really any of that has any real implications behind it. Actually, now that I think about it, Bob, this is an interesting point, too. We're, we have no title matches tonight, and I feel like that's kind of unusual. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you last time that's even happened. I'm sure it's more recent than we think, but it just feels like usually they at least try to get one of them on a show. I guess because Raven and Sabu was so big, they probably didn't feel like they had to. 
but. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird, though, like the naturals aren't even on the show. So, okay, yeah, right. That's a really great point. I'm sure they'll get involved in, in a match, but. Lynn trying to break out from the corner of Shane and Kazarian. And yes, he does. He tags and Sabin. Sabin comes in, trading right hands with Michael Shane. Oh, yeah. McPosey's just waving his arms in the corner. Tracy gets up on the apron. And Kazarian pulls down the top rope. Those ropes are tight as fuck, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. It's because he could barely do it. And Sabin did fall out backwards. And Kazarian with a double axe handle. That was more like a shove. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't think he realized Saban was that close. No, he, he did not. Back into the ring. Kazarian continuing to work over Saban with some strikes. Hey, they're double, like, throwing Saban into the corner back first. Oh, straight jacket. Are they going to right over the back of their knee? They, they keep on mentioning plans for the X Sorry. Division Championship, some kind of match for it. Is that maybe we're teasing what the championship committee may be addressing? I think that's what they're doing, but like, hmm. why? Just, ha- just do a regular match. Ultimate X. I could watch Ultimate X every show, and I'd never get sick of it. Uh, and you would. I would not. Uh, you would. If they did it once a month, I would not get sick of it. If they did every show? No, I'm, I've changed it to once a month now. Yeah, see, because you already know every show you would. I just don't feel like arguing with you about something I know is right, so. Okay. Well, you're talking to a guy who was like, oh, dude, I'd love to see a ladder match every fucking show. And then by the fourth one, I was like, you know what? Maybe we've had enough ladder matches. <laughs> and then they stopped for a week and they're like, guess what? Tonight, it's a ladder match. Because like, okay. you're in with a heel kick to Satan's face. Uh, if you're watching along with us and you're keeping track of time the way I do, we have an hour, 15 and 55 seconds remaining. Or we're at 38 minutes, 27 seconds into the show. If you're looking at matches, this is technically the halfway point of the show, but there's three more left after this. Are we even scheduled to see Jeff Hardy? So, okay, that's been crossing my mind, and I'm wondering if we're going to see those people involved in this championship committee situation, because that's obviously going to be a segment. So I feel like that's going to where we're going to see Monty Brown, we're going to see Jeff Jarrett, we're going to see Jeff Hardy. Uh, Kazarian hit like a nice uh, light drop off the ropes there. But Jerry Lynn made the save. He's not going to let Chris Saban get pinned. No, he is not. Saban with a kick comes off the ropes. Runs right into a clothesline. I'm sure Jerry Lynn was just insulted by Kazarian. He tries to get involved, but he can't. Gut wrench slam by Kazarian. And then they fake a tag. Michael Shane goes for cover and only gets a two down. Did you ever report about Athena possibly being let go? You know, I don't remember. Off the top of my head, I I think that 
off the top of my head, I'm wondering if we mentioned that she like wasn't going to be used as much or something like that, but I don't remember actually I'm having a, a full report. Uh, which reminds me, Bob, I did not give you the audience attendance, and that's because I actually don't have it. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say there's 900. No. Yeah. We haven't dipped under 1,200 in like a long time. I may have more to report back on next week about that, but I do not have a number this week. 900. It better be 900. Oh, crossbodies. Rolls through. Saban. Canatonic. More of a backbreaker. Swinging backbreaker. Kazarian, his lower back is hurting, similar to Dallas's. That's right. Come on, Jerry Lynn. Give us the leg drop over the middle rope. Coward. Tilt. Nope. Scooping a slam. I thought he was going to do a tilt roll backbreaker, and he did not. TKO on Michael Chain. He hits nice. it. Kazarian set in the corner. Lynn with one stop. Go to the cradle. Don't taunt. Backdrop to Kazarian. Step up kick by Saban to Kazarian. Now Jerry again is going to go for the cradle. Oh, oh going for Tracy. Tracy. Oh, my God. Sunset flip. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, it's like crunch. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, she... Lynn just spiked her with the kryptonite crunch. Oh, and Michael Shane knocks him to the floor with a knee lift. Uh, is Lynn uh, gaining weight, by the way, or what? Yeah, but he was just recently, like, kind of injured. And stuff. Hurt, like, he? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not really surprised. Oh, oh super kick. Super kick. Wow. Right into the pin. Wow. Big win for Kazarian and Michael Shane, the co-X Division champions. Wonder what they're going to have to do about those titles, man. They're going to have to defend them eventually. Not against each other, though. That's what they say. Wait, so you don't trust them? Oh, Chris Vaughn. Monty Brown hype package? He calls this the pouts. They keep showing like in between, it's like him and like a jungle. Remember when Dave Meltzer finally realized that Nine Brown had charisma? Yeah, last week. Last episode, he was like, yeah, I get it. I'm starting to get it. (laughs) 
Jeff Hammond, the pounds. This seems like something they should be playing on Impact and not the pay-per-view, unless is there a way to just keep him on the pay-per-view. Like, here he is. Okay. He's going to get a promo. Oh, okay. They're talking about the announcement of the director of authority, Vince Russo, but we're backstage. We're talking to Monty Brown. How do you think this announcement's going to impact you? How's it going to impact the alpha male? It's going to impact him immensely, Scott. <laughs> Vince Russo, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. You better say the right things. Because you are this close to be placed on the alpha male's endangered species list. That's a threat. What was that noise? You know what that noise is, Scott? That's the alpha male beating the brakes of Sunny Siaki week in and week out. What in the world is happening? He's making all these noises. You know what that is, Scott? That's grabbing D'Lo Brown by the jugular. Shaking him around and then popping his head off. And then Jeff Hardy steps in. The charismatic, the charismatic enigma. He's looking off to the side as if someone was about to walk in and they didn't. I'm sure somebody is. Put his bike up. He put his skateboard up. Comes in here. Because while you were doing those things, I was defending my hunting grounds. This is what's going to happen. Everyone. I love his shirt. I do like that shirt. It's a silky shirt and it has like leopards and shit all over it. I need this shirt. He's this dude's passionate right now. He deserves his title shot. Give him the fucking title, you motherfuckers. Pouch. 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 Period. Yeah. The fuck? Oh yeah, god, it's so fucking good. God damn it. And guess what? Another hype video, because why the fuck not? Wow, okay. Ooh. Do you have any well, notes for the show or what, dude? Jabob, I have nothing. Fuck. I have nothing. I know. I, I what, a, what a show to have, not have any notes for, when realistically, there's a lot of time to talk about notes. It almost makes me feel guilty that we've been doing the notes on Impact. Okay, so this is um, well, Jeff Hardy. Here's Ron Killings confronting Monty Brown. Great. You know what? I bet you Ron Killings is going to be involved in this whole show. He has to be, yeah. That's a good point. He's never, ever been a world champion. Okay? 
never ever. Never ever been the world champ again. You know. That's okay. And he's Dusty cutting Jeff Hardy's promos for him because, of course, he he has to do it himself. Do you blame him? Um, no, I guess not. Modest to the top. <laughs> Not is to the top. And Dusty's passionate promo from just a couple weeks I ago. I gave him my word. It's my word. My word. My word is everything. Vince Russo don't care about people's words. Get out of here. That's just like Jeff Hardy's song playing as Dusty Rhodes is yelling now. My word is my mouth. Okay, here we go. Vince Russo's in the ring. We're going to hear from him now, finally. Oh, great. There's one thing I'd like to say out here. Deja vu all over again. Ten plus years in this wrestling business, I've always had to deal with the same thing: the backstage politics. You learn real fast. It's not about how good you are, but it's about who you know. It's about politics. Seems that the last two times I was in the same spot. Once at the WWF and once in WCW. Guess what? I took my ball and I went home. Yeah, because you can't ever adapt. Wow. Swinging for the fences here. He said that Vince Russo was different this time. Ten months ago. In the peace. He will continue to do the right thing. And I'm not going anywhere this time. Wow. You hear the passion in his voice, Bob? Oh, no. We're just in the co-champions for the X Division title. The other situation, the tag team title. What do we got to address about that? Oh, okay. He talked to Mike today about it earlier, so Mike will tell us about that. So we don't even get to hear about that. But he decided he cannot do this job on my own. I have realized that. There's people back there wanting my head out on a platter. Wow. Yeah, Conan, bro. It's fine, because it's a wrestling business. He's naming a championship committee tonight. It's going to take some of the burden and some of the stress off of his back. The first member of that committee was so big in his day that we even knew who he was back in New York. 
seven-time NWA champion. He wore the badge of what professional wrestling was all about. First member on the committee. Harley Race. What? Okay, I actually did not expect that. Next on the committee. Oh, we're gonna. So people want to play politics. We're gonna include a politician. This man represents traditional wrestling. He also. He also represents the wrestling of today. When it comes to politics, he can play the game better than anybody. Second man. The living legend, Larry Zabisco. We heard the rumors that he was going to be on this. Yeah, that's not a shot. Third and final member. Notice none of these guys are here right now. Right. Dusty Rhodes. Yes, we've had our differences. Uh, okay. Yeah, can't Dusty Rhodes. There's a lot of things we don't agree on. What if it's not Dusty? It's Nikita Koloff. <gasps> Dude, he's such a good best if of seven, I was man. So I would get like Dusty's hated rival. Wait, look at. See, now he thinks it's him. I, he's going to pick somebody else. Oh, my pick God. Dusty's else. backstage with AMW laughing like, yeah, it's me. The biggest star to ever come out of the state of Texas. Terry oh, Funk. Fuck. It's Terry Funk. It's got to be. Dusty stands up. Says it's Mr. Terry Funk. Mm. Dusty looks like he just shit his pants. Oh, dude, Dusty's about to fucking lose it. <laughs> There's going to be a title match between Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. We might have to wait three months, but it's going to take place. Oh, he didn't say that. But he's going to say he's leaving it up to the championship committee when to take place. Oh, my God. Dude, Dusty, oh, it's, Dusty's so going to... It's Sabisco, right? What do you say is... Race, race, Harley Race, Larry Zabisco, and Terry Funk, Terry and Funk. Dusty is not on it. Why did, wait, what's Terry Funk and Vince Russo's differences they've had? I don't think we know that. This just sounds like you had to make it up so it sounded like it was Dusty. Because, like, what? Maybe some WCW shit, I guess, but. Well, it could be. Not, enough, not public enough to mention it. Look at Dusty. I ain't even going over there. He doesn't even want to go near Vince Russo. Did you not send me to North Carolina to bring Jeff Hardy here to TNA? Did you not do that? You didn't send Larry Zabisco. You didn't send Harley Race. You sent me. And I brought him here. You know, Dusty, with all due respect. Why do I feel like we're not going to see Terry Funk? I, Bob, I don't think we're going to see any of them yeah. except Larry Zabisco because he's like for some reason here at every show. Zabisco will be like the official like voice or something. The voice, but we'll never see Race or Funk. Right. Funk and Race probably don't even know that they were mentioned. Before. Right, dude. That's what I mean. You know your temper. You know your loving and your passion for this game, Dusty. You're too close to the game to make the proper decisions that need to be made. It's true. 
You think so? You think that's why? Yeah. Oh. Money Brown! He's in too deep. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Monty Brown came in this ring. Jeff Hardy came in this ring. And Jeff Hardy beat Money Brown. And the bottom line is... Jeff Hardy should be in this ring tonight, facing. Oh, he 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 almost messed up, but he said Jeff Jarrett for the title tonight. And the other thing, the longest running feud in our industry is me and Terry Funk. See now, why do I feel like I don't but, really remember Dusty and Funk feuding? So Dusty's like personally offended. Yeah, no, he's. Ab this is like a slap in the face to him. Get your hands off me. Don't touch me. Let me ask my people. What's left for Dusty Rhodes? Here comes the king of the mountain. The NWA. World heavyweight champion. Jeff Jarrett. He's laughing. You're out. You're out. Okay, so if you're like me and you don't really remember a dusty Terry Funk feud, I mean, I guess, weren't they at Fall Brawl 94 against each other, technically? Bro, do you really think I know the answer to that question? Well, we did watch it. Uh, but it would uh, appear that uh, it's mostly like a late 70s, early 80s feud. Holy shit. Uh, at least what I'm looking up on YouTube. So, and also, you just said yes. We watched Fall Brawl '94. Do you also think I remember what happened on Fall Brawl '94? No, that's a good point. I'm but it's look kind now. of funny that that uh, Vince Russo is telling him to like let it go, and then he's purposely doing this for a guy that he feuded with 20 years ago. And 20 years ago from '04. Uh, Bob, they are not on that show. Either one of them. Fall Brawl. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. In the war games match. They're in the war games. I didn't scroll that far. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Look at Dusty marching back and forth, and Jared's got to follow. Look at this. Bob, watch. Look at this. You're missing wicked good shit. Look how he just keeps going. You don't care. It's wicked funny. Look at this. What a great way to just completely diminish your champion. He's strutting and just, like, not giving a fuck. I kind of like it, though, because Jarrett kind of needs to be, like, put put in his place a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Dusty took his sunglasses and his hat off. He wants to fight Jarrett right here, right now. Hey, Dusty's not on the committee. Fuck it. I want to wrestle. Not. You can do it, yeah. No conflict. Fuck it. Do it. Vince Russo's like, I can't believe that my fucking grandpa's doing this right now. Yeah, Vince Russo's like, I'm leaving. Fuck this, I'm leaving. He's like, I'm going to the seminary school. I'm out. You guys have fun. Okay, Jarrett's taking his shirt off. So did Dusty. What does Dusty's shirt say? Oh, it's Cleveland Browns, so it's never nothing fun. The bell's the bell ring. Sound. This is a tile match. Well, it's, the, it's like the sound of, like, stop these guys from fighting. Has that ever worked where they ring the no. bell and people are just like, oh, we're going to stop? No. 
I was actually just thinking about this now. Do you think they're ringing it to try to, like, get help? Like, hey, we need help from the back. So if you hear the bell fucking rank 20 times, come out here and help us. It just still doesn't help, but. Well, yeah, that's probably what it is. Oh, Jared's got the guitar. The same guitar that Dallas has that's broken on his wall. Wait, who's this? It's Jeff Hardy! Yeah, I love it when you just unadvertise people and you come in raw. Where's Monty Brown? Clothesline. No, you you wait. Look at look at Russo. Tag team match: Jeff Hardy, Dusty Rhodes, Jarrett. Wait Monty a second. Brown. Dusty's got the guitar. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's got Jarrett's arm behind his back. Pounds oh, to Dusty Monty Rhodes. Just pounds Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Is hurt. It's a pretty big deal. Look, he just pushed Jarrett off Hardy, but he didn't hit him, and Jeff Jarrett does not seem to care. Is Here comes Ron Killings. Killings. Dude, I love the four of these guys fighting in this like title scene right now. I love this. Yeah, but like Ron Killings is coming out of nowhere. He's not. I mean, I know he's, he's the former like, champion, Bob. I know, like two months ago, but I feel like he's just out of the four. Like he shouldn't be there. I don't mind it though. I don't. I don't think it bothers me as much as it bothers you. Now, okay, it should be Jeff Hardy and Dusty against Jarrett and Brown, but we're gonna get Jeff Hardy and Ron Killings, I'm sure, against right. Mike Brown. But it shouldn't be like that. Hell, it should be Dusty, uh, Hardy, and Ron against Jarrett, Brown, and Funk. Very kind of cool. Team Canada backstage being interviewed here. All of them. Scott Demore. What? Something Invitational Gauntlet for the exhibition open, title. Open Invitational Gauntlet match. Whoa, did they just say Team Canada versus 3 Life Crew for a shot at the tag team titles? Yeah. Well, there's the uh, announcement that we have been waiting to hear about. So he's in total agreement here. That's right. Keep Dusty off the championship committee. Wow. So Scott Demore agrees with that decision. Jesus. Right. Team Vienna wants to be the number one contenders, the real number one contenders. They're going to prove it. It's a banner night for Team Canada coming up. Really? So we think, okay, Petey Williams. Petey Williams is going to get the gauntlet. So the gauntlet thing is next Wednesday? So it sounds like And it doesn't matter what country you're from when it's a country whipping match. And Demore says, what's a country whooping match? You don't know. Nobody knows. I'm disappointed they're pulling the plug on the co-champions thing already. Yeah, I think it's kind of lame. Saskatoon strap match. Saskatoon! 
Canada. Yeah, great. I got to pee first, and I, I can enjoy my Big Vito weapons match, baby. Yeah, Bob's been waiting for this. Oh. We got a promo here. Will it be Big Vito's final match in TNA? Um, I don't know. What we're seeing that highlight package here that is kind of going to uh, address our concerns. Pat Kenny's kind of been getting his ass beat for what seems like months. He wants to be knocked down. He wants to be hit as hard as he can. Okay, so yeah, Sonny Saki's the one who laid that challenge. Right here, Vito. Remember, they had that like street fight. Was it the Sicilian street fight, I believe? Enjoy that cannoli, you fat pig. And I love fucking cannoli right now. And here we go. There's a locked. What? Hold on a second. There's three cases placed around the ring. One is empty. Two are full of weapons. Luck of the Irish weapons match. Wow, this is a little different than I thought. There are three cases placed around the ring. Oh my god. In this Luck of the Irish Weapons match. Two are full of weapons and one is empty. Two are full and one's empty? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Uh that reminds me of like that uh that match on Nitro between Booker and Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Like San Francisco 49er whatever it was. It's the same thing. There's just not a pole. Right, and they had four. Right. One in each corner. And, like, one of them had the belt. And if you got that one, you won the match or something. Like and it fell out the bottom and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Is there, like, this... a picture of Scott Hall in one of them or something? Yeah, I was just going to say, I wonder if there's going to be a picture of Scott Hall in one of those. Good callback. Oh. Wait, there's a rugby ball in the ring with the key attached. What the fuck? Okay, so... Okay, you have to get the rugby ball in the ring and get the key to unlock the chest. That right there is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's a key on the rugby ball? Yeah, it's taped to it. Where'd the ball go? It had to have, Oh, it's uh, over there. Look how it's taped. Look, there's the key. Oh, my God. And then you have to use the key to unlock each briefcase. Yeah. So it works for each lock. Yeah. Holy shit, the ball just went flying. That had to have gone in the crowd. Dude. Backdrop. Right hand by Kenny. He threw that shit up so, up so high. Oh, okay, it's right there. It's ringside. Now, this has to be one of the absolute worst gimmicks i've ever heard in my life now, did they just say that you can't win unless all the cases are open I, yeah because you gotta find well wait a minute you're finding weapons i don't understand I'm, wait trinity's oh, opening Trin the case cheating. 
Let me guys empty. There's too many fucking locks on this thing. She can't even open it. Empty. So out of the two, there's one. So now the other two have weapons. If I heard it right. I would have to think that that only one has weapons in it. This is so dumb, dude. <laughs> I can't believe this. No wonder Vito was doomed. He he was given some bullshit here. Oh no. Oh well, he's just oh. using the case as the weapon now. I guess that works. Oh yeah, there's nothing against that. And you know what, Vito, you deserve some credit. You are in pretty good shape. You kept yourself in good shape since Debbie Stubby folded. Three okay, years ago. hold on. This case is definitely also empty. Did you see how easy it moved? Just the way that that was moved. Okay, so I might have misheard. That might be my fault. There you go. Open it, and nothing. It's fucking empty. Yeah. So. Yeah, but now we know that, okay, well, there's one more case. Oh, there's weapons in it. Yeah. wonder who's going to open the weapon case. Well, wait, is there, there's four. No, there's three. There's those two. He already used one. And he opened that one. So there was four. No, there's three. Those are the two that they open. What? Yeah, there's only three. I thought I got rid of one. No. Those are the, see, they're both open. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. He's going to crush his fucking head. Oh, oh, fuck, dude. Okay, that probably hurt wicked bad. Okay, that's going to be in the fucking newsletter. Pat Kenny was pissed because he got, he got a concussion. Vito's got heat on him again. Yeah, typical. And you know, at, at least we know Pat Kenny thought this was a big match because he's wearing all white. That's true. You don't need to wear all white in big matches. Kicked to the head by Trinity. Oh, they're going to open up the last one. What? I mean, what kind of weapon is in there? A chair? It's probably a fucking shillelagh. A shillelagh. Trinity and Big Vito keep arguing when they could have already unlocked the other case by yeah. now. Oh, he's going to beat her up. But Trinity drops it and is like, fucking do it yourself then. Oh, now she's like, never mind, I want it. You think she's going to turn? Why are they arguing? What is their issue? I thought they were fine. Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, she was about to do it, and he's grabbing her by the hair. What is happening? I don't understand this match. Holding her. What is happening? Uh, I'll pack okay. any save. Okay, well, he was. Oh. The crotch spot. She fell down right in his crotch. Twist of eight. Uh, Matt Hardy onto the uh, rugby wall. I can't believe that Jeff Hardy would allow him to do the twist of eight. Yeah, that was kind of weird. This is so stupid. I can't. I hope Pat Kenny responds to a tweet about this match and he'll say, This was so stupid. What is this? Gilberti, the leprechaun. God, Up dude. Away on the back of his head. He knocked him okay. to the floor. Okay, Gilberti says he's got it now. He's leaving. What the fuck? He's leaving with it. The rugby ball. Who's this? 
David Young. Yeah, Why we cut away from it? So David Young didn't leave. Where the hell is security? Now he's looking for something. He's got a chair himself. Great. And now... Oh, fuck. He whacks Gilbert over the head with it. He has the rugby ball. He's looking at Vito, and he said, basically, fuck you. And now he he gave it it to Kakeni. Oh, wait. It was already open. No, it wasn't. He's got to do it. No, he literally... Oh, they're all green. Green trays. That's stupid. Bob. Okay. Trinity. Oh, she was going to sneak up on him. Wait, she's got one of the green trays as well. There's also a green bucket. Jesus Christ. Pat Kenny ducked, hit Vito, and then he hit Trinity in the head with one. What else is in there? Oh, what is that? Is it a chain? A green chain? I've never seen such a thing. He's wrapping it over his forearm. Does it need to be green just because it's an Irish match, though? Do we have to do that? Forearm shot. One, two, three. Holy shit. That was such a bad one. Wow. That was bad. I'm sorry, Vito. That was bad. I'm sorry, fucking Pat Kenny. Yeah. Well, Bob, you will be glad to know. I looked it up. That is Vito's final wrestling appearance in TNA. (sighs) Well, I can't say I'm surprised. David, like ever, ever. He wants to shake hands. Wait, does Pat Kenny watch his hands? I don't know. Stare down. Remember when I hated you? Well, I don't hate you anymore. Shake my hand. Wow. I know you're a loser, but if I shake your hand, then you're not a loser anymore. David Young? Sure. All right. Interesting. We're sending it to Scott Hudson, who's with America's Most Wanted. The country whipping match is up next. Bobby, you sad to see Vito gone? He was barely here. What's that? Are you sad to see Vito gone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they could have done a lot more with him, but he, there was a couple of times I think he shot himself in the foot already with his attitude or whatever. Right. But that was a uh, bad match. He had a total of four matches here in TNA, and one of them was on Explosion, so we didn't even see it. Not yet. Maybe on Brian Turner's VHS uh, thing. That's a really great point. Well, it's good to see a veto. You made one person buy a pay-per-view. So you did technically draw a dime, at least at one point in time. Ten bucks, in fact. James Storm is literally threatening to murder Scott DeMore. Yes, he is. Which I believe is at least a, a misdemeanor. The country whooping match is up next, or the Saskatch... What is it? What did he call it? Saskatchewan strap match? Yeah, Saskatchewan strap match. <laughs> okay. The way that Chris Harris just like stared off to the side there, 
is what you do when you're trying to like memorize what you came up with before you started the promo. You ready to light some Canadians up, cowboy? What led us to this point? Let's take a look. That's right. Back of the cage match. Team Canada. They got involved. They attacked uh, Chris Harris. Another, uh, we've had a, quite a few highlight packages tonight, which is also kind of draining me a little bit here. Yeah. I don't know if it's totally necessary. I mean, they can't be thinking that the TV audience is really buying into this stuff, right? I don't know, man. Your days are numbered. Yeah, I'm starting to feel more and more like Raven and Sabu should have gone on last. And I'm almost wondering, though, at the same time, if it did go on last, do you think we would be too drained to enjoy it by the end of the show? Yeah. Like, would it have been as good as we thought it was if it was last after the Irish weapons match? Uh, it could have been seen as maybe even better. Mm, that's fair. I don't I mean, AJ and Kid Cash, I don't think that needs to be the main event. I don't either. Um, and I think that it's going to be a good match. But I, yeah, I agree. Like, does it need to be the main event? You could have opened with a solid X Division match instead of a, a fun, like, hardcore match. I think I would have done AJ Kid Cash start off the show. And then, yeah, like you're kind of saying that if you the rest of the show is kind of lackluster, you end on a good note with Raven Sabu and a plunder match. So I feel like if you're if you if you're burnt out at this point, you might not appreciate a high flying match at the end. Because that right. can burn you out on its own. PD Williams, Bobby Roode are representing Team Canada in this match. Surprised by that. Especially considering PD Williams is in the match next week for the X title. I thought this would be Roode and Young. I feel like they don't like using Eric Young and Johnny Devine very much. Uh, well, yeah, that would appear to be the case. Rude and Petey are definitely the top two guys that they care about. They're their opponents. Still not wearing the ring gear that they fought so hard. The entrance gear that they had to win in a fucking ladder match. Now, these straight matches here in TNA are a little bit different. There is one... It looks like, not in every, so there's four straps on the ropes. Or no, there's more. There's one on every rope. There's six. Right, which I think is dumb. So they, I like the ones where it's like attached to your wrist. Yeah. Um, but these ones are attached to the ring, the ring ropes. Well, the idea being that you could just whip your opponent, I guess, around the ring, right? Country weapon. Right, which I, I guess I get. Root thrown into the guardrail. James Stormers with P. Williams in the ring. And he's more choking him than whipping him. Nope, teach your own. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Take off the ring jacket. That way it'll actually hurt. No, dude, you can't do that. Vertical suplex. Stalling by Harris. Ooh. Oh, he drops him down. There we go. Take the ring jacket off. 
even today. Now use the leather strap. Now it will hurt them. Rude gets in, stops it. Gets a left hand. Knocks him out. Drop kick there by PB. He wants to tag out, though. He's done. USA. USA. I feel, like, I feel like this is a match where it shouldn't be traditional tag rules. No, I don't really think it should be either. Anytime there's like a stipulation, it should be automatically Texas Tornado. I feel like it should be too. Especially when the, in the cage matches when they do that shit. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Here's firing back with some left hands around Bobby Roode. There's Whip. Yeah, nope. kick to the chest. Comes off the ropes. Back elbow by Bobby Roode. It's a one count. Oh, he said it was two, but that was a one. That was a one count. You can't say it's a one. It looks too weak, so. It was, it was two one counts. Oh. Like, Roode's trying to break the strap. Roode, there's literally other ropes. There's one on every fucking rope. There was a rope right underneath Harris's feet. We couldn't whip him with such velocity. That might be true, though. That's a huge advantage, they're saying. He's choking uh, Harris. Storm tried to break it up. Rude was like, fuck you, I ain't selling that. Choked him more. Team Canada's Petey William came in as well. I don't know why I said that. I was looking at his tights that say Team Canada. Scott Moore punching Harris as Rude chokes him over the middle rope. Williams grabs one of the straps that is detached, and he whips him. And now he chokes him. Brutal. Look at the welts on his back already. Dude, yeah, look at the bruising. Look at the welts. This is for this is for like supremacy, right? US versus Canada. Who's the best tag team here in TNA? This well, America's Most Wanted aren't fighting three life crew for a shot at the tag titles. Team Canada is. So we think we already kind of know who's winning. Winning in general, not necessarily this match, but also I'd probably just put Team Canada over at that point. If they're going to, yeah, if they're wrestling for the number one contendership, why would they lose here? Unless Vince Russo comes out and be like, yo, 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 Damar, your team lost. Guess what? They lost their spot. So next week it's AMW and three life crew. Double clothesline. Hey, if you guys are following along with us, we're at an hour, 22 minutes, 35 seconds. Also known as 31 minutes and 40 seconds left in your show. Which just sounds so much better than having a watch an hour 22. It's more like. I think once you cross the halfway point, the way you do it, it's probably better. But early on, it's like, hey, we got an hour and 43 minutes left. It's like, no, no. That's what makes it fun. Power Power. Irishups P. Williams comes back and he picks him up. Gorilla Press. Oh, he throws him at Bobby Roode, but Roode catches it, sits him down. Nice double clothesline. Oof. Welts quickly arriving on the back of Chris Harris. That's right. James Storm getting some revenge, though. He's whipping Roode and Williams. Did he yell for Scott Demore? I think he did. 
Took more out of the apron. He jumps off. Now he's getting chased around by James Storm. Keep your head in the game, Storm. What are we doing? Ooh. Paris with a clothesline on the floor to Rude. But Williams clotheslines Storm. I don't think I have any notes for this match either. I know I didn't have any for Vito. Yeah, that one makes sense too. Oh, PD. Oh, sheer. There's a big spear, man. What are we waiting for? Cover him. Well, because we got to hit the death sentence because we find Kennedy oh, guilty. Okay. Oh, no. Scott Demore oh, pushes Harris cool. off the top rope. Now, Dallas, I don't know if I know this or not, but has there been a strat match in TNA history where there's six corners you have to touch? I don't know off the top of my head. Is it a four? Oh, a lariat from behind. That, that I almost want to say they had to have had done that, but I don't know for sure. One, two. Oh, wow. Oh, kick out. Because that would be kind of annoying. Oh, Mike Tenet be like, he touched the fifth corner. He's got to get one more. I wouldn't be surprised. Whipping Bobby Roode with that loose strap. Going for that full Nelson slam. Roode breaks out. Goes for a, a left hand. Uh-oh. Don't whip the more. Don't do it. Do it. He's up on the apron. Just do it. Oh, Rude went to go hit him, and he ducked, and he hit Demore off the apron. Why? Rude gets whipped in the back. Babyface's weight to hit the full Nelson slam. Nope. Oh, kick out by Rude. Kick out at two. Come on, Pete. Storm goes into the corner. Boots of Petey Williams. Uh-oh. Oh, dude, he's got to put the hat on. Yeah, he's going to put his hat on. Jesus Christ. And it falls oh. off. Oh, he threw it in the crowd. Went pretty high up there, too. There's a swinging noose neckbreaker. Tags in Harris. Irish whip Petey Williams comes back. And so he's going to hit that heart attack. Nope. Rude grabs the leg. Nowhere. Pulls out Harris. Uh, Referee's distracted. Demore's in. Chop block with chop the Canadian flag. Chop block the hockey stick. Flag hockey stick. Nope. Storm doesn't want to kick out. Or doesn't want to be. Okay, picked. this match has picked up some good steam here. This has been a, a solid little match, I think. Yes, it has. Because they haven't overly focused on the strap. Yeah, that's actually what's made it significantly better, uh, funny enough. Rude clothesline James Storm down. Harris pulls him off the apron now. And sunset flip by Harris. Harris on Petey Williams, who can somehow hold the ropes. He's holding the strap. Rude's helping. Super kick. Rude off the apron. Finishes the sunset flip. Three. What's the point? What is the point of now Team Canada being a number one contenders match? I don't understand that. It's a little weird to me. Wait, the number one leadership match doesn't make sense at all anyway. Because Three Life Crew and Team Canada? It should be Triple X and AMW. That's the obvious thing to do here. 
Because I'm trying to make sense of it, Bob. Oh, They're trying to... Yeah, what did they just say? Drag that big load? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Bring that big sack of shit back to the regular Oh, now he's getting whipped. He's wearing a starter jacket, though, so that's probably not going to hurt that much. Yeah, you got to lift it up. Yeah, lift up the shirt, though, too, guys. Come on. That's still oh, there, there we go. There we go. There you go. Now you got it. Johnny oh, Devine, Eric Young. Young. Let's see what's going on here. Just get beat down. Is anyone going to help him? Could it be Triple X? Interesting. I don't know. They're beating down on AMW pretty good now. They're holding him down. It looks like Demore just took his shirt off and his belt. Holy shit. His belt is sounding a lot different than the uh, regular straps. And there is Christopher Daniels and Primetime. Oh, Triple X and AMW are fighting next week, they just said. They are? Yeah. For what? I think that there's some kind of something else going on with this tag team title thing that I'm not understanding. Oh, best of three series. Here are the Naturals, our NWA tag team champions backstage with Scott Hudson. Andy Douglas looks shocked right now. Number one, number two, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Who is supposedly the best tag team in history? And who is supposedly the number two? Arguably Triple X. Who did we beat last week? Triple X. I rest my case. Yeah. That's the three. Who cares? I mean, fair point here because I didn't even know that was happening. So I'm, assume, I'm assuming that they're doing three live crew in Team Canada. And then the best of three, whoever wins that would be the next number one contender. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, Bob. Oh, who is it? It's this video oh, thing Alex, again. Who is it? Turn, turn around. Is it D'Lo? The head looked like D'Lo's I don't head. think that's D'Lo. But no, we found out he's not coming back. Coming soon. Who's coming soon? Come on, man. <laughs> Bob, what is happening with that video? I mean... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, they change it. September yeah, 6th no and 7th. No one's signing up for it. Let's be real. No one is actively trying to do this gut check stuff. If you want to be a wrestler in TNA, sign up. <clears throat> All the DVDs and merchandise, which I feel like we've slowed down on, like, pitching too crazy. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I went on WrestlingRecaps.com to see if Bob had any information about this promo That's as well. That's literally what I'm doing. It says a vignette promoting a new wrestler is shown, but I have no idea who it is. Fuck. 
damn it. Team Canada, three live crew, the winner of that match, gets a title <laughs> shot at the Naturals. So much confusion because of the Co-X Division champions. Vince Risto has rolled. Invitational, international, gauntlet for the gold. The winner will become the X Division champion. Wait, David Young and, some, and uh, Pat Kenny. He owes him a big thank you. not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get up. Oh, David Young says, I don't have a lot of time left on my contract. He thinks there's one man that he can beat, and that's Glenn Gilberti. One more chance, Glenn Gilberti. Can you imagine that David Young would be sitting there saying, I don't know if I can be a referee, Mike Posey, but by God, I can beat you, Glenn Gilberti. Makes Glenn Gilberti look really good. Backstage is Scott Hudson. Kid Cash, Dallas. You like Kid Cash's furry yin-yang jacket? I mean, I kind of do. It's funny. And the cowboy hat. He's got taped up ribs, too. Oh, yeah, he does. If anyone deserves revenge, it's Notorious K.I.D. You're the reason TNA suspended me. You're the reason I couldn't pay my bills for two daggone months. What? This guy almost got... <laughs> wait a second. Dallas has 12 kids? All right, Heath Slater. What the hell? Wow. I thought he was pretty young to have 12 kids, but... He's the original moneymaker of this industry. Tell me what's going to happen to AJ Styles. Dead meat. That's all he said. And then they walked away. Yeah, great. Another video package. Another video package. Well, this is, uh, we're seeing some old beatdowns. The Notorious KD and the 12 Kid Dad Dallas. He did cost him the exhibition title in the Ultimate Axe. Seeing that interview with Mike Tanay they did. Where has he been that I haven't been? Well, Kikash, you've never been the NWA world champion now, have you? No. This dude, there's some intense music playing right now during this. Well, it's an intense feud. AJ Styles. Boom. It's a great move. Dude, it's so freaking good. No. Did I learn anything? No. 
I do. Kid Cash is just a great deal. So good. And not enough people talk about Kid Cash. I feel like they really don't. They really, they really don't. And what's crazy is like his ECW stuff when he's a babyface is good, too. I believe it. And like he had some really good matches. But you look at this heel stuff, it's like this is like next level for him, I think. Like he could have, he should have maybe gotten a bigger, bigger spot. But again, I, this is still a time where I think size is a thing. And yeah, I know Benoit and Guerrero had been champions by this point, but. Well, Kid Cash, he goes, when does he go to WWE? He goes to WWE in 2005. 2005, okay. Yeah. I think towards the end of 2005. I'm just curious. Like, I, I remember it being there, but I don't remember a lot about his run there. It's very short. Because I remember... Like, looks like his first match is in June. Okay, so the middle of June. He must be gone by, like, early 06 then, because I remember at Armageddon 05, him and, like, Hoovy went, like, eight minutes over their allotted time. Oh, wow. And they both got a lot of heat, and I know... At Armageddon, they had a, that match was nine minutes. So if they went a lot over, that's kind of crazy. I, they went a couple min, minutes over. So I think it was supposed to be like five minutes, and they went to nine. I think they were. I think the issue was they were ignoring the referee saying you got to go home. Oh jeez, that ain't good. No, and I and he was gone shortly thereafter. Looks like his last match. In 2006 was September 26th. September? Yeah. And that's on SmackDown. That's not just house shows. Because they, he was doing the pit bulls with Jamie Noble. Right, with Jamie Noble, yeah. I didn't realize that he lasted over a year. Right? June 05 to September 06. Kakesh just grabbed this child sign that says, I love AJ. Ripped and just up. ripped it. Yep. That's going to make were, her cry. They were just that's literally going to make her cry. You suck anyway. Yeah, you damn right you do. They focus too heavily on her. I just have a gut feeling that. Wait, look. Wait, they have another one. I, I got a weird feeling that uh, they like know something. they know Kid Cash. Or they know, uh, or maybe they know AJ. See, but that seemed too obvious to me. So that's why I feel like it's got to be like, oh, that's like Kid Cash's niece. One, what's one of Dallas's uh, like, been, yeah. you know what I mean I don't know they just focused yeah, yeah. a little too heavily on her for a minute well they ri- he ripped up one sign and then they immediately had a backup <laughs> which is hilarious yeah. guys we're at one hour 38 minutes 45 seconds we are face to face here Mike Pulse is our referee AJ pushed Kid Cash and he's like oh really Why did why did Kid Cash not do like Ring of Honor after WWE? You know that's a really good question. Because then he returns to TNA in 2010, but yeah, I don't think he does. He ever wrestle at Ring of Honor? It doesn't look no, like it. I don't think so. What the fuck? That's so weird to me.
I don't know what he really does during that time frame. But he should have done something more. Uh, there is one indie note here for AJ Styles. Kid Cash, uh, his other indie note was when he lost that three-way with uh, Sabu. July 31st at the IWA Mid-South Styling in the summertime, IWA Mid-South Light Heavyweight Champion Delirious defeated AJ Styles to retain the title. Hmm. That's your indie notes for the show. Okay. For arm drag, nope. He just countered it into one or hip toss, excuse me. There's an arm drag. AJ Styles rules Kid Cash. It's a, it's a sign. Dallas checking on his his uh, his cousin, Kid Cash, here ringside. He's got twelve kids, so he really needs to win some matches. <laughs> twelve kids, dude. That's insane. If, I mean, if that were to be, obviously, it's probably not. I can't wait to uh, to tag Lance Archer in a tweet that says, Kid Cash mentions Dallas is going to get fired for his 12 kids. Kid Cash holding his back. He's slowly getting back into the ring. They're saying that if Kid Cash wins, he can claim it was superhuman effort. Because of the ribs? Yeah, because of the injury here. It almost seems like it's more back than ribs they're selling it as. Yeah, but... that's what it seems like. It seems like it's heavily taped in the back. Yeah. The front. Um, I mean, where do you think we go after this match, though, Bob? I Is it just kind of that's it? Until one of them has the championship again, and then you can kind of ignite it again? Um... I just think this is know. like, it's just weird because it was heavily focused on the title. Then he cost Styles the title, which means that he doesn't get to fight him for it. I think that if AJ wins the match, I don't know what you can do immediately afterwards. But I, if you have Cash win, then you could do it again. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I mean, I think Cash Cash should just go over. Probably. I mean, you did it with Raven. I mean, sure, AJ kind of has more of a direction than Sabu does, but for purpose, I guess, in the shows. Oh, nice dropkick by Styles. Oh, gets Styles over the apron. Dallas grabs the leg, gets kicked off, though. Cash running at him, gets an elbow. Springboard. Holy shit. Moonsault to Dallas. And Styles, like, nearly missed. But then he, like, collapsed on his knees and shit. Dude, that was nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was nuts. He pulled it on his, like, right leg. Let's see this replay here. Slow-mo, too. Check this out. Oh, God. His left left leg kind of, like. Folded underneath Dallas. That could have been a huge injury. Oh my god, the master of the Hurricane Rana from the ring to the floor hits it on Styles. Who needs Ray Mysterio when you got Kid Cash? Okay, Don. Now he wants to do another replay. Every move is gonna be a replay now. Great, yeah, great. It's a good move. There's a chop. Guys, can we get a replay of that chop? The, the okay, so 
uh, first off, in a couple of years, I'm deciding that we are going to do a, a rewatch of the first episode where they found the replays, and we are playing the drinking game with Bob. Oh, God, I will die. That's going to be one of our flashbacks. In a couple of years, we're going to flashback to that episode where they found out how to do replays. It's a bit oh, bonus. Bob and Dale's rewatch pay-per-view number seven or whatever. Yeah, dude. I'll never forget that when they found out when to do it or how they could do it. Like, oh my it's, god, replay! Dude, it's so replay. They're like, oh shit, we found out how to do it. Cash working the back of Styles here, slowly picking them up. Another clothesline by Kid Cash as AJ tried to run the ropes. One, two, kick out by AJ. Oh, I got two count. Cash now going to the legs. Okay, he's about to lock this in. Oh, slaps his back. Surfboard. He's going to rock all the way back. Off down surfboard. Romero special. He's got it in. Oh, look at this. Oh. He's grabbing his head. He's wrenching his head back now. Oh my god, he's oh my oh. god, he just threw him right off and Styles face planted. Get stretched out and then you get fucking catapulted to land on your face. Jeez. Well, we're getting ready. Replay. Of course, replay. A boom. Jeez. Yeah. Gotta love it. Pele, Pele. Kick. he oh, missed, he missed it. it. And style ankle or, lock. Immediately goes into an ankle lock. Yeah, by a good looking ankle lock. You gotta actually like, no. grab the ankle. He's basically grabbing the back of his leg. Did you know that that move was named after a soccer player? The Pele. Yeah. Oh, Styles. Oh. Went to kick him and he missed. You want to know who didn't know that? Styles. I did know. You know what, Jordan? I know Jordan's listening. I need, I need Jordan to go back and listen to every single show and then make a list of all the things that Dallas didn't know. Oh, stop it! First <laughs> off, it's all bullshit. Dallas is scouting AJ Styles ringside. Holy oh my god! That was a really, really crazy running lariat. Throw Styles in the ring. Mike Posey has no fucking clue that that just happened. Fights out of it. AJ is a warrior, according to Don West. He's resilient. He ain't going to stay down. No. Uh, we're at an hour, 46 minutes, 59 seconds. And if you're Bob, That's seven, seven minutes. minutes and 15 seconds, baby. That seems like a lot of time left in the show. I guess. Are we going to have some crazy X Division brawl to end it, maybe, or something? Do you think AJ and Kid Cash would be in that gauntlet? I feel like they have to be. They're two of your biggest X Division stars. I don't know how you don't put them in. So, in that regard, you could probably continue this in that match by one eliminating the other, you know. Yeah. Oh, Moneymaker. Picks him up. 
Oh no, he drops oh, him on his knee. Drop him over the knee. Oh, yikes. That's a two count. See, I've never understood that. If you have a chance to hit your finishing move, just do it. Hit, hit the move. Instead, you, you just drop him over your knee. And then you wonder why you didn't win. Chopping and whips, cash in the corner. He jumps up to the middle rope, though. Boots Styles as he runs at him. Styles rolls through, and Cash, cash jumped off, but Styles kind of caught him as well. I, they're both down, so both went for the clothesline, I guess. He Styles learned that from Conan in Mexico, that rolling thunder jumping clothesline, a little variation on it. Here's the replay. Made for a nice visual as Cash came down. This has been a good match. Yeah, it's been fine. It would be interesting to see who the voters of the Observer went with the best match, because I think it's, it's obviously going to be between two matches. Yes. AJ trying to make his comeback here. Going for that. Moonsault DDT, but it was move, just kick catch moves. So Styles just laying on his feet. Look, he's going for it again. Oh, got him. Almost nice. didn't, but he did it pretty good. Just well, a two count. I think it works a lot better when like the opponent is further away and then the springboard kind of stuns them. Like, what am I doing? And then AJ is able to hook it and hit it. Right, because the way I look at that is like he's using the momentum from the moonsault to go right into that reverse DDT. Right. And so, in that case, that's what just happened, and it did look pretty good. These guys know each other so because well, dude. Because when they were too close, when the guy's too close, he would always overshoot it. Or, like, hit him. It kind of weird. Oh, that double spring Hurricane Rana by Kid Cash. Huge Tornado DDT. He's firing up. That's how he won the ECW Television Championship. Can he do it? No, AJ kicks out. Oh, Cash is ripping true. off the bandage. That seems like a not good idea. Because it's a ploy, dude. It's a, ploy. Oh, it's a back brace. It's not even like bandage. It is a back brace. Oh my god. Tanae said they can't do a replay because of the importance of the match. That's Does that mean we're wrapping it up soon? Pele. That is a weird thing to say, isn't it? If Mike Tanae is sacrificing a replay, then you know that shit is going down. Right. AJ's exhausted. Revenge match. It's been a night full of revenge. That's right. Yes, it has. Although Sabu didn't get his revenge, so that's unfortunate. Oh. Oh, drops him. Oh, now Dale's going to get involved. What is he doing? Okay, he he's trying he's to... No. Whoa. Oh, oh he missed. Yeah, but look, he's selling it. Like, he, I mean, he's not... They're not acting like he just hit him. Yeah, he did, though. Yeah, he but did he miss. Replay. Show us a replay of him missing. I don't even think he came close. 
No, in, in fact, he kind of... Oh, here we go. Okay. He literally lands in... Yeah, if no. he extended his legs, he could have maybe had that to work, but... That was not what it was supposed to be either. He Styles... literally tried to go the furthest way across the ring. Because if you go from corner to corner on the side, it's not that far. But he went from one, literally one, like the furthest side to the other furthest side. Dallas is up on the apron here. What's he going to do? Oh, shit. Styles just ate a big boot. Big Daddy Cool Diesel, big boot. One, two, AJ kicks out. I don't think Cash is going to win this. I don't know if he is either. Going for the moneymaker. Styles dropping down. Cash, couple knees. Off the rope. Disc gets clotheslined by Styles to counter. One, two. Two. Um... What? He beat him on a disc? His clothesline? What the fuck? Doing here. Well, Dallas is immediately attacking Styles. You know what? No wonder Kid Cash is mad. Why? What is the point? Okay, now he's going to get beat down, and this will probably justify a match between AJ and Dallas or something. Who's this? Len, Chris Saban... Are getting down. See, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, I wonder, is this going to end up being a... Yeah, here we go. Kazarian Shane. Is Dallas going to be in the exhibition? It's all about no limits, man. Not waiting. Yeah, it could be. There's Daniels. There's primetime. But they're fighting AMW next week. So does that mean Harris and Storm are going to come out? And then the Naturals will come out. And then Three Life Crew and then... Uh... Team Canada. Yeah, it's going to happen. We're doing that thing where we're ending with every match you can think of for next week's pay-per-view. It's going to be in the ring. It's really broken down. What's this Terry Funk? Dusty Rhodes coming out. He's coming out. BG James? We'll see you Friday on Impact. Or in our case, you'll see you guys Saturday. What a mess. Okay, there we go. Uh, we go off the air. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dallas, what are you going to give that? I was going to ask you first. Yeah, well, good thing I jumped the gun and I asked you first. Well, where are you at on that? Oh, for being serious, Bob. I was gonna, you know, you're gonna. I know what you're gonna say already. I can already guess. Okay. Um, I I'm feeling more uh, thumbs in the middle. See, I can't do that. This would be a great show to say that. I know. If I didn't say I'm not gonna do that. I know, and I know what you're gonna say. What do you think I'm gonna say? You're giving it a thumbs down. I think I have to. Ugh. Damn I don't it. know. Ah, oh, shit. I mean, I don't know. The thing I is... Want, I want to like it. Well, here's what I like about it. I like the main event. In fact, I like the strap match <laughs> even more than I thought I was going to. And Raven and Sabu was obviously the highlight of this show. And to be honest with you, the whole like segment with Russo and stuff, I just got excited because I liked everyone who's in the main event scene. So and I like that part in general, too. But the rest of it was like... Who's dragging us down? Okay, so 
The only real bummer is that weapons match. I mean, yeah, that was like match, a match. stinker. Well, to be fair, Siaki and Abyss, we were kind of like, bleh. Yeah, but you know what? That's not like, oh, that's the drizzling shits. It's just like... I agree. You know, okay, I agree with that. The Irish weapons match was like the drizzling shit, so that was pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to say... Okay. I'm going to say a very, very, very slight thumbs up. Whoa. That was throwing yeah. me off. I did not. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a slight thumbs up. Because oh. Raven Sabu is is good. That's a good match. I like That was an enjoyable match. AJ and Kid Cash is a good match. I don't like the finish, but that was good. The country whipping match was all right. Yeah. The uh, the segment with Russo and Dusty, I think that held my interest. And like the brawl with Jarrett and stuff, I think that was okay. It's a disappointing show, I think, considering what was on it or scheduled to be on it but i'm gonna i'll give it a very very slight thumbs up i can't say it's a bad show yeah i mean i don't think it was a bad show I, um, that's what i'm saying like, i'm trying to avoid these in the middle like, i know I you're trying to avoid in the middle my middle is definitely more like what you're saying like oh it's like kind of a tilting up but like there's there's some of the stuff in the middle was dragging so bad for me i just can't give it a straight thumbs up i don't think right and i, I understand I'm going very slight thumbs up. Okay, well the streak isn't fully over then. This is a, this is the type of show that you you would pick and choose what you would want to watch. So I would say you would watch Raven Sabu and then the main event. Right, I think that makes That's sense. Okay. And then maybe the segment with like Russo and and Rhodes and stuff. Because that was that was entertaining. That was right. Okay. Well, we don't really know anything that's happening on Impact in a couple of days. I don't. Which... I don't think they mentioned anything. For which they kind of haven't been, which is fine. Because, um, you know, it's just it's just what happens. It's probably going to be a lot of squash matches. But, you know, Impact's always a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys are going to be joining us to uh, check that out in just two days. Yeah, and hopefully we find out who is this freaking mystery guy. Dude. That's coming in. I have literally zero idea. None. It's driving me nuts. I couldn't even, I could not tell you. I have no idea who it could be. So that's well, what I'm saying. I can't wait to find out. Yeah. So like you said, we don't know anything for uh, Impact, but on next, the next weekly pay-per-view on August 11th, what we do know is the there will be a number one contenders match. The tag team titles where Team Canada will be taking on three life crew. I don't believe we know like what combo on either side would be involved in that. Uh, David Young wants Glenn Gilberti one more time. I'm assuming that will be. Uh, We're assuming that's going to end up happening. Yeah. And then the best of three, which I believe is kind of another number one contenders match, but it's a best of three. Americans most wanted triple X. Yep. That will start as well. And then of course, essentially a gauntlet for the gold. For the X Division title. X Division Championship. So that should mean that it's basically a vacated belt. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of is. Just kind of ridiculous, but that's not fair to Michael Shane and uh, Frank. No. No, but it's not. But that's just kind of the way it goes. So that is what we know. And again, we don't know anything for uh, Impact. I'm sure that we'll... Uh, 
we'll be in for a treat on that show, as we normally are. So. Dallas, you got anything else for uh, this week's episode? Bob, I think that wraps it up for me, man. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Impact. All right, then. I am as well. So we'll see you guys in a couple of days for another edition of Impact. Until then, for Dallas Gridley, I'm Bob Conley Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.